Hello, and welcome to the Impact Your Fitness Podcast, a part of the Think Fit Be Fit Network. My name is Jennifer Schwartz, and today I'm going to discuss how to encourage neuroplasticity in your exercise and your physical therapy or whatever type of healing you're doing. Mm -hmm. Neuroplasticity is a critical phase in eliminating pain and old injury for our clients. And I'm sure this idea can bring value to anyone looking for a big impact on their strength training program or finding a new reason to work out, like finding that deep connection to your exercise. And this is something I found really inspiring when I learned about neuroplasticity was, you know, it's just really interesting how wired, hardwired we are for movement and having a deep appreciation for that, you know, exalted idea of movement and exercise is incredibly motivating. So back to the concept here, neuroplasticity. Imagine your brain is like a big city full of roads and pathways. Now, when you learn something new, it's like you're building a new road in this city. This new road helps you remember and understand this new skill or this new thing. And the new thing can be, like I said, a skill, a feeling, an emotion, movement, anything. And it can occur at any age. We once believed that we our brains just stopped learning. That's old news, way old news. So neuroplasticity is learning um, in that like fun and flow, like learning with fun and flow. And so it happens really quickly with movement, exercise, and skill, which in turn strengthens your brain and just makes you like a more um, vibrant and strong human. (laughs) So neuroplasticity is the first thing we want. And then what comes after that to get the the rehab results or the fitness results here at Impact Your Fitness is something called synaptic pruning. And that's really like dialing in the skill and making it easier to access and using less resources to get the skill, the brain. Okay. So neuroplasticity is that term for your brain's ability to build these new roads just like an old, like any city can build new roads or change old ones to make travel easier. Your brain can travel or can change and adapt as you learn new things or have new experiences. And that's the combination of that neuroplasticity and synaptic pruning. And what I really want to share in this episode is why this is important and what it means to really harness this in your exercise. And, you know, the main thing is, is if you want to spend only 30 minutes exercising, that's fine. That's how much I strength train these days. Why not get the most out of those 30 minutes? Like there's no reason to waste your time. Like I, you know, if you're invested in your exercise, you're listening to this podcast. We don't want to waste your time. (laughs) 
Um, now back to my analogy. So, and now if you're learning new things and having new experiences, this is your brain's way of growing and getting better at helping you understand the world around you. Unlike road construction, this can happen very quickly through any skill building activity, and that includes therapy, exercise, and sports. This brain gain is not always available, and this is what's important to understand. In our road building analogy, imagine if there is a lot of traffic, roadblocks in our city, and how hard would it be to build these new roads? Well, similarly, there are certain things that can make it harder for our brain to build these new roads or pathways. And here are a few. And I am really just here to help you get out of your own way, right? That kind of brings the analogies together. So one thing that really blocks neuroplasticity and learning in general and getting better movement and having pain-free movement is not enough sleep especially deep sleep. Just like workers need rest to do a good job, your brain needs sleep to build new pathways effectively. I have two episodes on Think Fit, Be Fit to recommend on this topic. It's um, season six, um, episode six with Paul Juris and Somo Sleep Fitness, um, and then season five, episode eight with NeuroPeak Pro, two awesome episodes on sleep. So the second thing that really blocks progress for your brain to get smarter and your body to get stronger and that movement to be more fluid is stress and emotional blocks. This is a huge roadblock that people don't know how to, you know, encounter or it's a big blind spot as well. So there are two hard truths about this. One, it's harder to heal from something that you've made part of your identity. And it's hard to gain a new skill if you don't understand that leaving the old skills or the like subpar skills is part of the process. And so it's the same thing for healing. Like if you're really familiar with having back pain and making excuses for yourself and like making plans around your back pain and getting out of the car a certain way, that's a story that's just being reinforced. Um, So... It, to really get stronger and have a better outlook on exercise and fitness, like we really need that to really properly introduce the new pathways to the brain and mind. And if we're emotionally locked into that identity, that is one way to surely block the progress. Number two on hard truths um, of number two, stress and emotional blocks. The world wasn't designed to cater to your nervous system. The world as we know it today seduces your brain into sickness and illness and pain. Regulating the nervous system, that's right, you, your nervous system is important. I've said it a million times. And it's actually new to us as a species. Like we don't have the rest time. We don't have the time in nature automatically, right? Going out and grounding in nature or connecting with your breath must be practiced to get your body out of consistent stress and fluctuations of stress and, you know, basically bad performance. Those are the two hard truths. So 
the great Alan Watts said, you are under no obligation to be the person you were five minutes ago. So dismantle your self-limiting beliefs. And that's a big part of how, you know, how to get the most out of our exercise, how to get this neuroplasticity so that your body can learn how to move better and feel better with movement, exercise, sports, whatever it is. Okay, so the third way to block neuroplasticity is a lack of exercise or too much physical stress. Exercise is like fuel for your brain's construction trucks. (laughs) Without it, the trucks can't move properly and they can't work properly. So if the exercise is too much for the body to adapt to or the physical workload is hurting the body, the brain won't be able to produce enough energy and chemicals for these changes. So this comes up a lot with newer clients. So we have a guy who's two weeks new this week and he was doing pretty heavy deadlifts like and squats or well, deadlifts. And he was doing like three rep maxes during his exercise set. So we had to, during his new client phase, I said, let's put a stop to that. You can come back to it because in you know, a month's time with us, you're going to be able to put on strength and muscle easier. So I don't want you to overdo these new movement patterns and repatterning that we're doing. And then he understood that and complied. And then second weekend, he's like, I were like, I, you know, we were talking about how to get more exercise into, um, or reintroduce exercise into his process. And I gave him, you know, some guidelines. And then he said, okay, now what about cardio? I said, no, add one thing at a time. Let's just wait on that at least two weeks and then start adding that back in. So that's an example of too much. There's a lot of examples, but my point is your exercise, like your body won't get stronger if it doesn't have enough energy or resources for the changes and neuroplasticity falls into that. So a lack of exercise or too much physical stress are both the same on this list. Fourth one, this is the last one I'm going to get into, neuroinflammation. So the brain is really hard to train if it's dealing with toxins and fear. Microglia, those are the workhorse immune cells of the brain. Now they regulate neuroplasticity and synaptic pruning. They are also really important if we get a brain injury. So it's not like all all these immune cells are bad, but if they are not attenuated properly, they become part of a chronic inflammation process in the brain. And so if we have that from, for whatever reason, whether it's not enough natural light to um, too much alcohol, to dehydration, to, you know, toxins. Uh, there's a million different reasons. Neuroinflammation will not really let you get the gains that you want. So somebody with consistent headaches and things like that, it's more important to try and get that under control while you're a new client with us rather than add exercise to your process, Okay. That's one of the takeaways. So to get the change we want, we have to build these new neural networks, right? There are many signs of neuroinflammation and and neuroinflammation is like when a city has too much pollution or there's just like a big storm running through and it cancels all the construction projects. 
So it can cause problems and make it hard for the city to function properly. That's your whole body. (laughs) In our brain, neuroinflammation can cause different like signs or symptoms. And so I'm just going to list a few. This is not medical advice, um, but it's just an like idea. If you have constant headaches, you have migraines, you're feeling tired all the time, you have trouble focusing, remembering things, mood changes, sensitivity to light, sensitivity to noise. These are all signs of neuroinflammation, brain inflammation. And I will say it's more important to take care of that inflammation than add exercise to try and lower your inflammation or try to get neuroplasticity because it's way more important to address these underlying causes. But again, not medical advice. And just to wrap this up, I want to, you know, really encourage you to still work on being present with your exercise and being present with the nervous system. That's what this is all about. The nervous system needs to be appropriately engaged and tuned in to get the gains. You know, all these ideas require us to be in transition, be present with our change. And that can be difficult. Um, Sudden changes, gradual changes, it can all be difficult. But what the really beautiful thing about exercise is we can practice these waves of change in our life on a very control, in a controlled manner. And I love that about exercise and sport and, and just, you know, getting, out in nature and having hikes, you're you're learning the the window of error that your body can can thrive and survive in. So, yeah, wrapping this up, my clients and I, you know, <laughs> we collaborate on getting out of pain and out of injury cycles with optimization of the muscular system. So that's why I'm so excited to share info on the nervous system and you know lowering inflammation because the muscular system is a big part of those processes. In our sessions, we work on this brain-mind-muscle-nerve connection with MAT, bioelectrical stimulation, neuromuscular exercise, and teaching the clients to use the right muscles at the right time. We are also encouraging our clients to hydrate and use molecular hydrogen, love it, to lower inflammation. What we can't do is change the client's mindset. We can't teach our clients to allow their body to receive change. We can't teach our clients to get rid of their should have lists and feel and carry around guilt about their body and their eating habits. We can't change that. But what I can encourage you to do is deprogram to get out of pain, to get better movement, to get out of tightness and into like a successful cycle. Ultimately, it's all about deconditioning on a mental and electromagnetic level. A lot of the people I meet with that have chronic pain open themselves up to the idea of a mind-body connection and how the brain changes with neuroplasticity. Many of us or them have not put it into practice. They're open to it. They haven't really put their foot on the gas pedal to find that new road. <laughs> However, sorry, the just throwing in analogy bits there. However, I think there is this large part of the Western population that does not think of the mind-body connection. We live in this culture where people are familiar with building elaborate walls between our minds and bodies. The values of logic and rationality thrive within those walls. 
and a profound appreciation for the body's strength and trust do not. Therefore, most of us need to learn these things. Well, this neuroplasticity thing is important for sure because it's going to make your body stronger. It's going to make your brain stronger. It's going to make your brain younger. Just go ahead. I don't know. Check it out on Google or the New York Times covers it all the time in their health and fitness blog. So I'm certain that what we do here at Impact Your Fitness is effective and potent for holistic care for full body strength, which is reconnecting dormant and weak muscles, healing from years of tightness and pain, and recovering fully from athletic injuries. We can tell you which muscles are underperforming and overperforming. The mechanism for doing this is resetting the points at which the muscle loses strength and control. This is consolidated through the nervous system, and, and this system that relies heavily on the context of safety, acceptance, and the environment. And so does the mechanism of neuroplasticity. Everyone wants to know how long it's going to take to get, you know, somewhat permanent change. Well, it can get there, but we have to encourage neuroplasticity. Thank you guys for being here on the 14th episode of Impact Your Fitness Podcast. If you want to support the podcast, please check out holyhydrogen.com and use the ThinkFit 100 code for $100 off your own HydroFix machine. I can't wait to teach you guys more about that. I have a hydrogen episode coming up, actually two of them, one on ThinkFit BeFit, one on Impact Your Fitness. And I've included a bunch of links to other shows on you know, maximizing your health potential, maximizing your fitness potential. And just remember, you don't get the gains if your nervous system is not on board and engaged appropriately. Get into the flow with your body before you exercise. Thank you so much for being here.